Hello, and welcome to Easy Bake Takes. I'm Kat. And I'm Riley. Riley, what movie did you make me watch this week? I made you watch the classic, Juno. Yeah, you really you really forced my hand. You were like, pick a drama, or what is it called? A dramedy, a comedy drama. Or like a, a heartfelt comedy or yeah, yeah something. Yeah, something that's going to make you like shed a tear. Mm-hmm. And I came across Juno, which I hadn't seen since, oh God, since early high school maybe. I hadn't seen this movie in years, but I grew up on this movie. I thought you were going to say kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> no. It was like, but I remember first watching this movie when I was like 12. So it was like that, like just becoming a teenager kind of thing. Yeah, it like came out in like 2006, right? Uh, 2007. Oh, well, Amazon Prime has it wrong then. <laughs> I saw, I've seen, I've seen 2007, 2008, and then someone said somewhere 2009. I'm like. It was probably like a theatrical release or like a yeah. U- US release was probably 2007. We'll stick with 2007. But I'll read you a little bit of information about it. When precocious teen Juno McDuff becomes pregnant, she chooses a failed rock star and his wife to adopt her unborn child. Complications occur when Mark, the prospective father, begins viewing Juno as more than just the mother of his future child, putting both his marriage and the adoption in jeopardy. I actually really hate that description of this movie because it puts so much like probably what's the word? Is it implications? Yeah, it's like it's hardly about Jason Bateman's character, and he does a wonderful job, but it's hardly about that. Yeah, there's so much more than that than that description. It is one of those things where it's like slightly like you know she she shuts him down, but like. Slightly yeah. like romanticizing like older man, younger woman kind of thing. Yeah, you know. So there's that, but we'll get into that. You, we'll get into that because mm-hmm. like that is a big that is a topic in this movie. But mm-hmm. I do not think that is like what yes. deserves to be. It's not the main he focus. Is, that it's, is just a. It's an ins- of, it's an inciting incident. Yeah. It, it, what matters is that it's about Juno who does become pregnant, and it's her journey. Not even like about the pregnancy. It's really just about maturing, growing up, and. Her, the relationships that she does make in this movie yeah um that's what i would put it as yeah this movie like we've been talking about came out in 2007 it is a dramedy it was directed by jason reitman it was written by diablo cody she wrote jennifer's body did she mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. that makes sense and then we have a full starred cast it's a wonderful cast one of my favorites Love I love Elliot Page so much. Elliot Page plays Juno. Wonderful, wonderful performance. Michael Sarah is Polly Bleeker, the boyfriend. Michael Sarah plays Michael Sarah. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's not acting. He's just saying words out loud. He's like that's like not to put him down. I love him so no, much. No, like, but he's Michael Sarah. He's my he was always playing Michael Sarah mm-hmm. in movies. So he's yeah. fantastic. We have Jennifer Garner as Vanessa Loring. We have Jason Bateman as Mark Loring, Allison Janney as Bram McDuff. I love her character so Me much. Me too. I think I, I hated it when I watched it as a teen. Like I hate. I didn't hate her character. I was just mm-hmm. like you know, um, you know, it was like the you know, fuck parents kind of <laughs> era of my life. And so I was like, I didn't like her as much, but like I love her. She's a badass. I love yeah. her so much in this. And like it's, I love how it's like she's a positive stepmom. Yeah, like, she's really. She's a good mom. Like yeah, she's so supportive. And then amazing actor. J.K. Simmons as Mac McDuff. He plays the dad. He's just wonderful in this movie. Love like him. everything else. He's amazing. Um, Olivia Thurlby as Leah. She's the best friend. She's real funny. And then Rain Wilson from The Office plays Dwight. He makes a little cameo at the beginning. And I'm pretty convinced, like, he's speaking gibberish <laughs> at the beginning. Because, like, it's just, like, so funny. Because, like, I watched this when I was a teenager. A young teenager, too. I was like, oh, my God. They're so cool and so funny and so quirky. I can't wait to be just like them. And now I'm a grown adult, and I'm like, oh my god, they're so dorky. <laughs> they're do- they're dorky teenagers. That's something that I, I put into my um my thoughts when I was watching it. Do you want me to get into those real quick? Yeah, get into them. Okay, so I will just start off with the fact that immediately after watching this movie, I played every single song on the soundtrack oh. on guitar <laughs> because I love this you soundtrack. You can play all of them. Yeah, they're they're like such easy 
songs and i you know especially i'm sticking with you mm-hmm. by the velvet underground wonderful one of my favorite songs ever wonderful. and then so yeah I, I took some time to play the guitar after i watched it bleaker seems like everyone's like this may be me projecting um he kind of <laughs> seems like everyone's dorky high school boyfriend you know mm-hmm. that like you would not want him to get you pregnant <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just seems kind of like not the best candidate to be getting you pregnant yeah He's he's sweet though. It's just like he's just a huge like dork like it, and that's something else I liked about it is like there's not really like cool people per se. Like there's like the jocks or whatever at the beginning, but like it, you know it, it's not like you don't want to be pregnant at sixteen mm-hmm. or and you don't want like you know, but like you don't want Polly to be the father because he's somehow yeah. less prepared than you are yeah. <laughs> in this situation. That's probably why Juno keeps him arm's length in this movie mm-hmm. away from the situation because like i i think part of it was like she was protecting him because i remember asking my mom when i was watching this movie i was like why is she why is he not driving through the mud like she is <laughs> and she's like she's protecting him and i think there's like this quote from like awkward or something where like mm-hmm. there's a pregnancy scare and there's like this poster in like the free clinic it's basically like girls get pregnant boys don't mm-hmm. so it's like the judgment's always going to be placed on the girl for, because she's you know she has the evidence the the evidence of mm-hmm. you know and it's like well you shouldn't have been fast and loose and it's like well he was involved too it's not like there's one person involved in this yeah too and i'm not saying like i that i like that in that movie yeah. um, no no i don't think you do no and i i she makes that a point too mm-hmm. she's like you don't have to wear you don't have to wear the evidence mm-hmm. and it's like you know it's very i liked how she addressed that in this movie and then another, a few other things. Um, one, the dialogue is very 2006. But even though it is 2006, I think it captures like American high school experience well. Like, you know, in the beginning when she's just like in school mm-hmm. and, you know, going about school. And there's that like the couple that's like arguing while they're like their lab partners. And it's like, you yeah. know, there's always that like weird couple that's like mm-hmm. either arguing or making out. And yeah. it's just like you, you, sometimes you get stuck with them and sometimes you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think the other thing was... Juno as a character, I think, you know, when I watched this movie as a teenager, I thought she was way cooler. Yeah. And like, you know, but <laughs> no, she, seriously. You know, yeah. she's just like one of those people that's like kind of kind of dorky in high school and really is gonna dorky. be cool. They're gonna be so cool in college. Oh like, my god. Like they're yeah. gonna be cool and they're yeah. on the path to it, but right they're still in high school. They're so yeah. so dorky. And that's how I viewed it as like watching it like, you know, a few days ago. I was like, Oh my god. It's so funny to watch to like have that perspective as a teen watching it and then as an adult watching it. It's so much fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, um, you know, having had watched Daria since then, you know, mm-hmm. very Daria-esque mm-hmm. character. Oh, yeah. Also, um, Elliot Page reminds me a lot of, um, do you know who Sarah Shower is? Mm-mm. They were big on Vine. They did that. Um, <gasps> I think the okay. one where it was like, okay, let me pull this table out of my ass. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Uh-huh. They, yeah, they, they have like the same energy to me. Their voices sound super similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I also wrote. I just, I love Brenda. Like the, um, the thing with the, the, um, the ultrasound tech. Mm-hmm. That whole scene. I was just like, I love you. Fantastic. I wish like if, if I were teen pregnant mm-hmm. in this situation, I would hope to have you there to tell people to fuck off. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, like after when, it, you know, when Juno's giving birth and is like giving the baby back or not back or giving the baby to, uh, mm-hmm. what's her name? Uh, uh Vanessa, Van- Vanessa in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, is giving the, like gave the baby to Vanessa. Mm-hmm. When I watched that as a teenager, you know, I don't think my little, my little, um, brain really mm-hmm. wrapped around like the gravity of the situation yeah. and like i you know i didn't really understand like postpartum mm-hmm. stuff and like all of that so it was like watching it now i'm like i, I was bawling yeah i was like oh, oh i was crying shit. like i watched it with austin and he was all like why are you crying i'm like you don't get it <laughs> you yeah. don't understand right. <laughs> this, this is a this is a uterus thing <laughs> i don't expect you to understand okay I just have a few things to add because, like, and oh, also, wait. no, sorry, I oh, thought no, it was something really. I thought I thought something really stupid. Okay, this is this is a uterus thing. C-section your way out. <laughs> um, that's fucking genius. Can you write that down? Thank you. I will write it down. Write it down. Post that somewhere. Post it somewhere. <laughs> but um, I just have a few things to add, and I just want to add to the thing. Like when I say she, I'm referring to the character Juno. I'm not referring yes, to Elliot not Page. Elliot Page. Yeah, Elliot. We understand Elliot Page. He him wonderful mm-hmm. um yes. so when we're saying she it's for juno the character but also 
Um, yeah, but the postpartum, like, yeah, she, her intention throughout the movie was to give the baby to Vanessa, and she was perfectly fine with that. But the gravity of giving birth, I've never given birth before, but I can't imagine, one, physically, it's not easy. Two, mentally and emotionally, that that's still, like, yeah, you may not want, yeah, you don't want to keep the baby, but still, my God, you worked so hard to deliver this being and as much as 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 detached as you may be Mm -hmm. from like being involved in this baby's life or being Mm -hmm. a parent to this baby you Mm -hmm. know like there's still like the this this thing grew inside of you there's an inherent connection between the two of you Mm -hmm. and like you know that you're you're gonna have the postpartum depression Mm -hmm. but not have the baby Mm -hmm. to like get through that with so it's you know she and you know she's 16 mm-hmm. like yeah, it, it's so much on mm-hmm. that is beyond what i even know like mm-hmm. for the shit the gravity of what i've even experienced in life that's more than <laughs> oh yeah that's more it's, like i yeah. i don't understand that i i won't i won't understand that because like that's an insane thing to go through when you're 16 like doing in this movie yeah sorry I, i'm trying to think of other things because there's some stuff like so I started writing it down when I like first started watching it. Mm-hmm. Like I watched it at my desk. I was like working on some stuff. So mm-hmm. I was just like watching it because like I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. I don't need to a hundred percent focus in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like taking notes, and then I like went and like I took my my iPad and I was folding laundry, mm-hmm. and so I didn't have notes for like the last half of it. Um, okay. That that thing when you're a teenager, where like you know there's an adult who is like into the same things as you, mm-hmm. where you're just like really want to like show off that like you know what you're talking about yeah like that, you want to you be know cool. it's yeah it's that that's as a teenager i was like oh i want i want to be juno and now i'm like i understand why juno was doing that mm-hmm. because you know she she she's wanted a teenager. to see cool. she's a fucking teenager he's a she's cool a teenager. Adult. she's like, naive she yeah she wants to impress an adult that she thinks is cool and mm-hmm. to impress impress them like it it, it's a very teenage thing to do, and I have no judgment towards a teenager doing that. It's when yeah. the adult, when the adult yes. starts indulging it, and like when they watch the, you know, it, it starts when they watch the movies, and then they're hanging out, listening to the CDs. Well, the slow dancing thing is just, uh, I, it's disgusting. It's just not fun. But like, it's just, yeah, that's the, that's the only, that's the thing about that movie. And I'm really glad they showed it because I think it's a good, good way to show like when. Because she's just a teenager. Like, it's... Yeah. You know what's a funny juxtaposition between, mm. the, like, the Juno and Hard Candy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Juno's, like, a way tamer. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, all I can think of is Hard Candy in this moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but anyway, mm. that that's... I think that's about all I have to say. I'm sure when you read the, the reviews, right. all something else will come up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that I... It's it's just one of those movies that like it it makes you it, it's a feel good movie but it's you know you also movie. feel you feel sad but you feel good like it, mm-hmm. it it's one of those movies where it seems like everyone's doing what's best for them at the end right exactly mm-hmm. I also I love LB LB Liberty Bell oh my god I forgot about my child <laughs> <laughs> I forget she doesn't have a single line but she's <laughs> Hilarious. I just thought Jenny's character was all like, she's not the brightest bulb in the box. <laughs> like, oh, or like, yeah, she's not, like that. She's not the brightest bulb in the tanning bed. Oh my God, that's so funny. Like, mm-hmm. so funny. I love it. Yes. I love that movie. I think it's so funny. Like, yeah, the lingo is dorky. and But like, I think that's part of it. I think that's part of it. Yeah, adults watching that movie at, when it came out were like, these are just, you know, it's just dorky teenagers. Yeah, They're dorky just being teenagers. teenagers saying weird stuff. And I was a teenager going, I'm just like that. <laughs> no but um, like for real or like for real for real <laughs> i i'm not even kidding i talk like that now <laughs> oh like the the first like um swear to blog <laughs> it's like it's so dorky it's funny like it still holds up in its own way now yeah i still find it enjoyable no teenager is cool no and to and to think that is don't just don't like if you're a teenager now go ahead but like in a few years you'll see you'll in a few years you'll see <laughs> you even if you were like you know just pretty like normal you didn't embarrass yourself you're gonna look back on something that you know maybe you did alone mm-hmm. and you're gonna be like wow i was that was 
that was wow um but if yeah. you think you were cool it during your high school phase and i'm i'm sorry to tell you this like you you're probably not cool now <laughs> like, yeah you, you might have been you might have been cool in high school mm-hmm. but like that's called peaking <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway um let's get into it um i'm not kidding there are hundreds of reviews for this movie mm-hmm. um all of them like uh not all of them but mostly they're all pretty fair pretty nice or like a lot of people like this movie they're generally good but this one is by uh and i apologize for mispronouncing but this was one written by yasmin omar uh this was in 2018 so this is very many years after the movie came out but they're um they're kind of describing it and they start off by going it's almost unfathomable that Juno, the indie darling that launched Elliot Page's career, celebrated its 10th anniversary last year. The off-kilter comedy still packs a knockout punch. Its staunchy pro-choice message in particular is just as, here's a word, per- pertinent in 2018. I think you got it. I. It doesn't sound wrong. No, yeah, that's, 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 that's a word. Yeah, I think it is. The film sees the quirky, fast-talking Juno McDuff Get pregnant by her part-time lover, full-time friend, Polly Bleeger. I like that. Oh, part-time lover, full-time friend. That's cute. I like how they put that in there. Uh, Michael Sarah at his most bumbling and adorable. He is. He's he's pretty <laughs> cute in this movie. He's just yeah. He's just there. He's just a, he's just a, he's just a you know. And he's dork. sweet. And he's sweet yeah. in this movie. She toys with the possibility of abortion, but ultimately decides to put out the baby for adoption, selecting the a fluent couple put together Jennifer Garner and laid back Jason Bateman to raise the child. Juno sparked a, here's a word, veritable, veritable, veritable cultural explosion upon its release, resulting in a spike in hamburger phone sales on eBay mm. and dedicated, dedicated line of Macduff inspired apparel at a U.S. High Street Retailer. I really want a hamburger phone after watching that <laughs> movie. I, I feel like you have wanted a hamburger phone since you watched this movie the first time. I wanted it, forgot about it, and now it's back in my head again. <laughs> so I really want it. It also, you know, it's slightly a Bob's Burgers thing, too, because they have a hamburger phone. <gasps> that's right, they do. That's so cute. Okay. Maybe that's like a, maybe they're, you know, that's like a Juno. Yeah, it might be. Thing. You know, I don't yeah, know. I think so. I think they're connected. Yeah. I think they're in the same universe. Well, yeah, you know how, how obsessed, like, the writers are with just mm-hmm. media in general. Yeah. So probably. Probably. Yeah, I bet. I mean, they're also, they also make burgers. So. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Go on. <laughs> Honest to blog. <laughs> that's just, that's just one sentence in here. The stripper turned screenwriter Diablo Cody, who caused quite a stir with her fake name and garish tattoos when collecting her Academy Award for Juno, can be credited with much of the film's enduring genius. I mean, like, who do you think she wrote this who do you th- who do you think Juno came from? Like it's obviously going to be a really cool w- grown woman mm-hmm. after this, you know who wrote that character? It's not going to be mm-hmm. a dude in a yeah. suit. And also, this the same mind that wrote Jennifer's body. Mm-hmm. She knows she knows how to make slightly satirical stuff mm-hmm. about whatever era that mo- those movies are made in. Yeah, I just hate when people complain like, "Oh, it's a woman and she has tattoos." I'm like, what? Have you not seen that before? Are you so out, outraged that you've... You... It was like, it was 2007 or 8 at that point. It was it, so it was... not that long ago. <laughs> it it wasn't, but also, like, a, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. That. Yeah. Like, Steps have been taken. That's true. Yeah. Well, very it doesn't true. excuse anything, but, like, you know, no. it's... I'm not going to blame the times, but also, like... Yeah. <laughs> um... Her script sparkles with fresh, hyper-stylish dialogue whose intelligence subtly sheds light on the interior lives of the characters who populate Juno's offbeat universe. Cody's next movie, the Charlie's Theron drama, Thule, is set to hit the big screen next month. Oh, this is back in 2018, so this has already come out. Sorry, guys. Okay, so they, they probably um, did this review as like a, you know, a sort like, of yeah, promotion for the next one kind of and like it's also like it's, it's part of like this totally. bigger thing yeah totally it's like like 10 musty coming of age films and they just wrote mm-hmm. about this one a little bit okay um yeah so it's like I, a I've review come across a few of those mm-hmm. but it's like positive still it's like you know it's a it's a great quirky 
movie and they do and this is probably one of the topics that we didn't touch on yet but at the beginning of this article it mentions it's staunchly pro-choice message in particular is just a pertinent in 2018 so because i remember like people were bringing up this issue and i can see why they would bring up this issue because a lot a lot of people are arguing like no it's a pro-choice movie and a lot of people are saying no it's advocating pro-life no one's forcing her to keep the baby mm-hmm. like there's there's the yeah there's she she saw both of her options like that that mm-hmm. is the point of pro-choice like she she had the option to get an abortion but she chose to keep the baby mm-hmm. like it's her choice she's not Nothing about Juno says pro-life. No. And a lot, well, a lot of people- They make fun s- of pro-lifers. It, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. There's that dorky girl mm-hmm. outside the, has fingernails. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like, and I think that's where people got mad. So like, oh, that girl changed Juno's mind. And I'm like, no, she no, did not. She She's didn't. literally a 16 year old who had to go by mm-hmm. herself to get an abortion. Yeah. And- Elliot Page even like mentions like I like I get really like th- I actually have their quote. Let me pull it up real quick. But like someone was mentioning uh, pro life, and they uh, he said that's just not true to me. It's not a political film. I never thought about that when we were making it. Sometimes I even forget she's pregnant. The most important thing is the choice is there, and the film completely demonstrates that. It allows a scene in an abortion clinic, for goodness sake. A lot of films probably wouldn't do that. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially, you know, at that time. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. And, like, and and again, this movie, like, is, like, yeah, Juno's pregnant through this movie, but that's not really what it's about. <laughs> it's not really about the pregnancy. That's just, yeah, that's that's just like a the thing happening. Yeah. Story it's line. mostly about Juno growing up. Yeah, because really? if it were if it were about the pregnancy, it, it, we wouldn't skip months at a time. Yeah. through her through her pregnancy. Exactly. Um, you know, it's it's about you know she's learning what like making the decision to give this baby up for adoption is, mm-hmm. and like how you know that's gonna af- affect her and these people that she's giving the baby to. Like, exactly. It, the Su Chen, the protester mm-hmm. from their high school. I just, the, all babies want to get born (laughs) is, I love that quote. All babies want to get born and like, she yells like, uh. And it said, the, her sign said, no babies, no babies like murders. Yeah, something like that. Just like that scene in general was like really comedic to me because like, Mm -hmm. she's just out there alone. Yeah. With her little sign. And she's not like screaming. She's not angry. She's just pretty mellow. I don't think she's capable of it. I don't think she is either. I don't think. And it's not. It's just like one of those things where like it's just a very. It's almost comedic like how <laughs> they showed that. Just that her and that people that stand on abortion clinics. Yeah. The fact that like they chose like, in, you know, instead of putting an adult protester out there, it's mm-hmm. like someone from her. From Juno's she high knows school. Her. <laughs> she went, like, hey. she knows her. <laughs> hey, Su Chen. Um, but yeah, like, I think it, I think it, it takes, takes away the fact of like, uh, like, there was any real pressure on her. It was just like someone being like, well, your baby has fingernails at this point. And she's like, holy shit, the baby has fingernails. And you know, it's like, that's yeah. not her being like, oh, well, now I'm going to choose to keep it because it's, it's got fingernails. Yeah, exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it, it, it's pro-choice. Juno was going to get the abortion. She changed her mind and she was able mm-hmm. to walk. No one forced her to keep the baby. That's what she chose. It's a pro-choice mm-hmm. movie in case anyone gets confused about that. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the negative critic review. Um, okay. It is from a website called timeout.com. It is by mm-hmm. Wally Hammond. He wrote this in 2007, so right when the movie came out. He gave it two out of five stars for this. Interest, interesting. Don't look to Jason Reitman's multi-Oscar nominated second film for a tell it how it is window on teenage pregnancy, nor two finger salute to the anti-abortion right. I just the the part that's getting me is the two finger salute to the anti-abortion right. So I, f- I don't know what that means. I don't know what they're trying they, to say. Are they trying to say that it's like not a pro-choice movie? <laughs> 
it's no oh, wait okay it's a two finger salute so, to the anti abortion rights. So I guess he's saying it's oh, not Oh they, they so they're the it is not pro life, it is pro choice. And they're I'm, saying I'm assuming that's like, weird that's I don't know I feel like they're just being pretentious. They're being super pretentious when they write this. It's like they write it so like it's like how people write in college. It's like, you're not right. It's like when they give you articles raising college. I'm like, this isn't in English. Like, I don't understand what this, I don't know what this person's point is. And this is how this sentence is right off the bat for me. I don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that, that's me when I'm doing my creative writing approach to journaling. Where it's mm-hmm. like, me, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And I'm like, yeah, this, this yeah. is my word of the day. I'll put it in here. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I just hate, I don't know, I just hate how people write sometimes. And it just, your point isn't made. It just makes it messy and I yeah, don't it was like, like the, it. Oh, sorry. Okay. We were, when we were, I was rewatching another attempt at an episode that we had made in the past. And mm-hmm. there was just like, I remember there was two words in one of one review. One of them was like some French word that I had never heard of before. And the other one was just like a very fancy word for sequence of events. And I, I, we spent like five minutes trying to figure out what, <laughs> what the like. I was like, what the fuck this word is? That. Why they chose to use we, it? Like, was that the one we like actually googled? Like, what does this yeah, mean? Yeah, I googled, I googled the definition and how to pronounce it because I was like, that this cannot be a real word. They're just making up words. And didn't yeah, that's what it ended up being, mm-hmm. right? No, it was that. That's a different oh, one. Okay, but the, that one it was but still that person. Yeah, yeah, that one was it was an actual word. They just you know probably. I, you know, maybe they knew this word, but I feel like they went on like a thesaurus and were like, oh, that's that's a big flowery word. I'll use that. Um, but anyway, carry on. That was just the first sentence of this dude's like article and we just tore it to shreds. Ignore two. It's ghost world styled indie clothing. I, I don't understand this. this I don't. I don't oh, wait, like hold on. this person. Let writes. me. Oh, this OK. OK. Ghost world is like it looks like it looks like real life Daria kind of outfits um starring i mean that makes sense yeah this seems like a movie that we should have watched as teenagers hold on i'm sorry i'm just i can't think of her name for the life of me oh scarlett johansson okay scarlett johansson's in this movie oh, is okay. from like uh 2001 so it, it you know they 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 dress very similar to how oh. like the juno characters are dressed except you know i think ghost world it looks a little more exaggerated um this would look yeah that is something we definitely would have mm-hmm. watched how we know about but carry it. on Rising star Elliot Page, dressed down and knocked up, admittedly, gives a confident performance as the, I'm going to say a word, eponymous. You want to spell that for me? Because I don't know what that is. E-P-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Eponymous. Why did the, okay. So I used the like like pronunciation thing where it just says it to you. She sounded a little seductive. I didn't like that. Um, eponymous. Um, let's see. What is? I should, probably should have looked at what this means. Uh, so, like the namesake of something, or like uh, they. It's like a okay, like the epitome. I don't know. Sort that of. That's what I thought. Say. That's what I thought the word was going to be. Um, but mm-hmm. well, it, you know, just <laughs> like I didn't know what the word epitome. Start and... the sentence over. <laughs> I'm gonna skip that word. I'm just gonna keep reading over it. Rising star Elliot Page, dressed down, knocked up, gets a confident performance as the 16-year-old put-down queen heroine with the impressive 70s-era taste, stooges, other stuff. But just as her supposedly countercultural profile looks like an, like an assembly from a studio's cultural dressing department, so does her endless series of screwball, sharp quips, clever quotes, and wise-before-her-years aphorisms often seem to emanate from another body entirely, presumably that of a devilish scriptwriter and an ex-pussy ranch blockster Diablo Cody. What the? Oh, hold the phone. Yeah. Hold the phone. When was this? You said this was written in 2008? Yeah, 2007. This was written in 2007. Okay. Woo. That was a lot of just pure misogyny <laughs> yeah well that's what i kind of got from like the more yeah, like i f- i figured that the the negative reviews of this were going to be kind of misogynistic there was one oh my god i'll get to it but like yeah this i just um uh, very beautiful and very mean like diana ross quote from the movie is how juno describes the roman god for whom she is named how funny high school and 16 is that listen dude 
I don't know if you've talked to a teenager, if they are into something or someone tells them about something, they are going to make their opinions about it. It's very clear that Juno listens to old music. So, of course, a reference to Diana Ross would make sense. Like, it's not out of this world for a teenager to be into old stuff. It's not. And it's also, like, not out of this world for a teenager just to, to be know, witty. Just to be intelligent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not out of this world. There are very smart teenagers who would surprise you about what they do know. Most of you can say about Juno, given you can ignore the film's air of contrivance, self-consciousness, and cake-and-eat-it attitude to social and moral issues, is that it is at least it at least tries to inject some wit and engagement into the entire teen coming-of-age comedy. It was 2007. That, that genre was not tired. It, no, not at all. My god. The direction, surprisingly, for the supposedly edgy material is conventional- but the acting offers compensations. Allison Janney and J.K. Simmons, a stepmom and sympathetic dad, are engaging despite their parts being rather obvious counter caricatures. And Michael Sarah is sweet and believable as geeky impregnator Polly. I don't think they're obvious counter caricatures. It's, it's I, I think a, they're refreshing. It's, also a, comedy. it's, also a, it's comedy. a comedy, and also like I love those characters, and I don't think we see enough of those characters in movies. Like. I'm sorry, supportive parents, <laughs> a supportive stepmother. Like, wh- where else do you see that? There's only like a blip of like, you know, like it, it's Juno's dad is supportive, but mm-hmm. still, you know, is a parent, you mm-hmm. know, is like, you know, he throws in that thing about like, oh, I didn't think that you would be one to give it up that fast or whatever, or mm-hmm. how he says it. Um, and, you know, he has his little his little you know dad he's angry stuff you know he's he's, he's still he's still a parent but yeah, like he's he's disappointed he, you know they're parents that understand that if you try and push your kid too far into something that they're gonna resent you for it like that's just all it is like they're just they just happen to be understanding parents and i'm you know i'm this critic just didn't understand that parents can be understanding and like positive influence in their kids life and i don't think that's cheesy i don't think i don't think it's a caricature and like it's one of those things too like i think this movie understood like parents that understood the situation like it's one of those things where like well you can't what are you going to do ground her for getting pregnant it's like what scream throw her out like it's one of those things and she chose it's like one of those things where they even brought up like did you think of the alternative she's like i did and i don't want to and like okay and the stepmom's like we need to get you healthy we'll make doctor appointments you need to take vitamins she steps in. She's like, okay. If you're gonna, yeah, like if we don't want to give somebody an unhealthy baby. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like also like take care, take of, care her of yourself. And her health. Yeah. And it's just one of those mature things. Like, yeah, they're disappointed. Yeah, they're upset. But it's like, well, what are you going to do <laughs> other than move yeah. forward? Yeah, like the, the I'm, I'm not a dad, so I can't mm-hmm. say this for sure. But, you mm-hmm. know, like from what I've seen and from dads I know, mm-hmm. like, you know, they know dad wants to like know that their their kid is like their daughter especially because you Mm -hmm. know there's that dynamic that Mm -hmm. they're sexually active you know like of course he's going to be like weird about it and Mm -hmm. it's like you know your kid doesn't want to let you know that but juno Mm -hmm. unfortunately had to because there's only one way to get pregnant and (laughs) i mean there's not one way but like there's only one way to (laughs) accidentally get pregnant at 16 yeah at 16 like she juno was not doing like in in (laughs) iv treatments or anything like this was an accident yeah Um, that's the whole thing it's yeah yeah, she did purposely get pregnant yeah i'm sorry that they wrote good parents and that to you that's not something you've seen yeah um and you didn't think was possible and you assume that uh, a positive healthy parent-child relationship you know with still reality in there is a caricature of parenting but like i don't i don't know um i didn't think they were that like outlandish like their acting wasn't like over the top and it wasn't like caricature it was just like the, this fun little witty family that's yeah. like they're it's literally a fictional family and it's like and that's the whole thing too it's like it's like they're not perfect they're not a perfect exactly. family. Like they have the reality in there. The, it, they're, re, they're, you know, they fight. They're, mm-hmm. they yell. They're disappointed yeah. in some of each yeah. other, but they're, they're functioning. You know, they yeah. understand like this is life. And yeah, they know where the line is. But I'm going to move on to some other ones. And like we always do, I'll start with like pretty high one, pretty high rated one. 
9 out of 10, called Complex, uh, came out, in, they wrote this in 2009, and they wrote, when I first heard about this little film, I wasn't particularly interested. Being a high school teacher, I wasn't impressed with the idea of seeing a movie concerning a teenage mother. Believe me, I know enough of them already. However, on a lark, I decided to finally watch the film, almost two years after it de- debuted. And in hindsight... Debuted. <laughs> Why put the ED at the end then? <laughs> debuted. <laughs> and in hindsight, I should have just gone and seen the film when it came out, as unlike my assumption, it was not really a glorification of teen pregnancy, but a very complex film, a film with a lot of different messages and possible interpretations. This is definitely not a by-the-number numbers formulaic film there's a lot that is original and new and if you were worried that the film would be protein pregnancy or abortion or whatever and it might offend you don't think that way the film was great for anyone conservative or liberal alike and it might just be an excellent film for you to see with your teens excellent excellent simple and very effective i yeah i agree with what they're saying i don't i don't think that Unless, you know, you're just a, a, a 14-year-old that's like, oh, if I get pregnant, I'll have a whole Juno situation. But, I, you know, I don't think that's something that's inherently going to happen. Like, it's not it's not saying that, like, oh, this is so cool that, that Juno got pregnant. Isn't this so cool? It's like, no, the, this Juno has to learn life lessons through this pregnancy. That's what I thought. So, like, I watched this when I was 12. And I loved the movie, but I was like, I never want to be pregnant. Because, <laughs> like, I... This movie did that movie did not glorify even when I was younger did not glorify pregnancy to me it was something very scary and stressful and in Juno and I even knew this when I was young like like the movie sets it up in a very easy way where she finds the perfect family or quote unquote perfect family to adopt her baby and that doesn't happen in real life at all you don't find a rich family just that's going to take your baby once you give birth to it um yeah that doesn't happen um but what's not super often no not super often like it just normally that's not normally how it works yeah i mean private adoptions are a thing they are well here's the thing there wouldn't be so many kids in the foster care system if it were so easy to just to find a good family for it to go to but the whole thing is like so they mentioned like oh this movie isn't pro teenage pregnancy there was a thing in like 2008, right after this movie came out, where these girls at some high school made a pact to all get pregnant so they could all have babies. I remember together. that. And they called mm-hmm. it the Juno effect. And whether that had, whether they saw the movie and like were like, oh yeah, we gotta get pregnant. It's I don't think that's a thing. And if it were, it was only a handful of kids, dumb kids. I'm sorry, who yeah. somehow glorified that. I don't think this movie glorifies teen pregnancy whatsoever. I could I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't think at any point in this movie mm-hmm. did Juno want to raise this baby. No, that's the whole thing. She never says, I want to keep this baby. She chooses yeah. to have the baby, but always intends for someone else to take care of it. Yeah, even even when we don't know if, you know, she actually gives the baby to Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Like it's still it's still not a situation where Juno is keeping this baby. Yeah. Like and also the one of the things that like made me cry and this is kind of a little off topic but whenever like um juno's dad just like leans over and is like one day you'll get to choose Mm -hmm. to do this on your own terms and like i was like you're gonna start making me cry now because that's when i started crying yeah well it's like i just you know dad dad's being good dads always makes me cry that's why i love this movie like he's a great mm -hmm. dad like and he's so supportive you don't see that a lot and that's why that's why I love the parents in this movie, and for anyone to like criticize these those characters like makes me angry. Yeah, and I think like, uh, you know, I, I like this movie's not like easy a, but like just to mm-hmm. compare the parents, where it's like you you know you have like these comedic parents mm-hmm. who are very supportive and yeah. are like you know just showing people that like you you can mm-hmm. parent like this, you know you can you can parent like it, actually you know what Olive and Juno are kind of similar. Yeah. Like Olive from Easy A and Juno, you know, like they, they're wise beyond their years. Like they're, you know, they're just witty teenagers who are in a situation that like Mm -hmm. they don't want to be in and they, you know, they make, they make the decision to handle Mm -hmm. it how they want to. And their parents are there to support them through it and still give like, you know, 
parent-like advice for mm-hmm. the situations without being pushy. And, you know, it, it's just kind of that thing where it's like, it's more, it's more yeah. common now. But at that point, it was like an involved dad and like a mother who had left and a, an amazing, amazing stepmom. stepmom who had come in. A like, protective stepmom. Like, I mean, she, very like am- amazing just oh my god allison janney i love you <laughs> if anyone if anyone's wanting to become a stepmom be like day, allison janney <laughs> be like brenda okay oh but the other thing I, uh, I wanted to say before we moved on it was like juno never wanted to be pregnant in the first place it was an accident so to say like this is a glorification of teen pregnancy juno never wanted to be pregnant she was gonna get an abortion the whole point of this wasn't his accident it was never planned it was never a thing Oh, one of my favorite Alison Jane quotes from this movie is when the dad's like, how did this happen? After Juno tells him she got pregnant and Alison Jane goes, I think she's a teenager. She got bored. And I'm like, of course. <laughs> yeah, I loved I loved that because it, it wasn't like, oh, like Juno's uh, promiscuous. It was like she's literally a teenager. just a bored she's teenager. A teenager. Like, what else do you want? If I, yeah, it fucking it happens. happens. And like, unfortunately, she got caught. <laughs> like, essentially, like that's what it happened. She has evidence of it, and uh, you know, unfortunately. But that was that one, which I thought was a pretty good review. I'm gonna read you probably one of my favorites, and it's <laughs> "Stop Me When You Catch On." Okay. Okay. Is this, this a is a very negative review? review? It's a one out of ten. <laughs> it's called "Offensive and Stupid." Uh, this is in 2018. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay, let's see where this goes. So they took it in like parts. So it starts with characters first. And it says, not a single character is believable. The dialogue is terrible and so are all the actors. You get a more convincing performance out of waving some blocks of wood in front of a camera. Okay. You know, I read this. I was like, okay, that's your opinion. I don't know how you have that opinion, but okay. I thought, I thought all the performances were, performances were amazing in this movie. Okay. And then they go to sights and sounds, which I don't know how. Okay. The cinematography is really boring. Everything looks as cheap as you can make live action. For some reason, half the sets look like green screen. The visual quality itself isn't even that great. What little music there is, is bland and forgettable. And that's where I was like, what little music? This thing was... Did they... Did they watch a different movie? Let's continue. Because it gets better. So hold on. Okay. And then they get to the story. <laughs> the story is really, really boring. It may be unpredictable, unpre- but that's because it's hard to tell what's going to happen because the plot is such a mess. Is the mom going to make a race joke? And this is where I was like, the mom? What race joke? What? The stepmom? What, what did Alice and Jamie say? So they go, they say that and they go, oh, she did. Wasn't expecting that, but it was boring and offensive. Is the teacher going to be sexist? What teacher? What teacher spoke in this movie? What are you talking about? And they go on, didn't see that coming because it's not funny or interesting. So why is it there? Oh, look, a whole subplot making fun of gay people. What gay people are in this movie? What movie are you talking about? And I think I know what it is. I'm going to continue reading. I want you to see. You guess it, because I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm positive on this, but I'm just keep going. It ha- the title has to be similar to Juno or something. Because this is underneath that... the Juno reviews, and I know this. They, they, they didn't. This is not the right <laughs> movie for this. Keep going. Give me more clues. I'm offended, bored, and mildly surprised. The movie could have worked if it understood how shock humor was. If they understood how shock humor was, every joke. I'm assuming that they were that they were supposed to be jokes, as this is listed as a comedy, is designed to offend someone from most mi- minorities to teachers to, parent- to parents to teenagers to anyone with some level of basic intelligence. I got about half or two-thirds of the way through this morning. I got the scene where the main character and the gay character are jumping on the bed pretending to have sex at a party while half the class listens. This is fucking easy A. This is easy A. This is literally... This is literally easy A. No, this is, this is their, they wrote a review. They, I, it's so fucking funny that I just mentioned easy A yes. because they literally just wrote a review I'm about easy I'm pretty sure that's what they I wrote. I don't think that easy A is not that fucking offensive. And I have never heard anyone really like, you know, maybe there's like some, some comments that would not fly now and like, but this, I was reading this and a- I got more and more confused as I was reading. It. I was like, what are they talking? What, mm-hmm. what gay characters? I'm sorry. There's, I'm sorry, Juno, but like, they don't have a lot of gay characters. They don't have any gay characters in that yeah, movie. They don't have any. So I was really confused. And we're like, what, what are you talking about? 
oh my god yeah no that is 100 percent easy and i found that so um, funny the, it was so funny i think the the only time that race is mentioned with the parents is when they <laughs> the kid the oh. the the adopted son is like I, i'm a, I, why would that affect me i'm adopted and then they're like who told you <laughs> and that's it that's it like that's the only like offensive thing that like the, the it's not even offensive it's just like a, it, it's, it's just it's just a, a joke about him being adopted also the teachers being sexist in that movie that's kind of part of the thing the, yeah, that's part the of the thing. plot like you want like they're supposed to be sexist so the character can <laughs> overcome it or something did you, did you think did, did you think you were watching a documentary uh, what the fuck were you that's watching the thing. i hate when people take movies literally i'm like no that's supposed to happen because it's it's affecting the character in a certain way Mm-hmm. I just hate when people are, just miss the point <laughs> of things. I just hate it. You know, I think we've talked about this before. Like when you watch something with friends mm-hmm. and like you kind of group think an idea about it and then you go watch it alone and you're like, oh, none of that was a thing. Yeah. Like I, I doubt, I don't know if this person watched it with other people, but it's like they, they stuck in their head that this, this is, or like maybe someone told them that this movie was offensive. So they had to go watch it and write a review and like pick up only on the things that might be offensive. Like they're already, you know, there's some gay stereotypes in there and like you know it it's not the most like like pc it, like you know it had yeah but like it's not so terribly like it's not as terribly offensive as they're making it seem yeah. at least with like the stuff that i picked up on maybe they picked up on something yeah. else that i wasn't noticing like i'm sure there was some there were probably like some microaggression type jokes made mm-hmm. in it for sure like you you're already on the wrong movie yeah and you just <laughs> you're tearing easy a to shreds yeah and like that the, it is not it is not as problematic as they're making it out to see yeah i don't remember i don't remember that movie very well but i i mm-hmm. i'll you know i'm assuming it's just i just found it so funny because i was reading as thinking they watched you know mm-hmm and I was so confused. The yeah. more I read it, I was like, what are they talking about? Oh, my God. I'm going to count that as the first one out of ten review. Because <laughs> I found it very funny. That's No, that is so funny. I just think it's a hilarious coincidence that I had brought up. Yeah. Well, they are. And like you said, like, there's similarities, definitely. So that's probably why this person got confused. <laughs> this makes me think that they did not watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and read some more. This is also a one out of ten. This was way shorter. Uh, they titled it mm-hmm. Overrated, Unfunny, and Unrealistic. And they wrote this in 2017. So it was more recent than not. This is one This is one the worst films. That's how they wrote it. This is one of the worst films I've ever seen. I don't know why it's popular. Skinny, dorky teenage boys don't even get the opportunity to hold hands with girls unless they're rich. Let alone have sex with pretty girls. So Juno wanting anything to do with Polly is unbelievable. So we have a uh, incel writing some movie reviews. I was about to say, I was like, this, this, this is either someone with like, this is either a nice guy. It's either a nice guy or like a a very bitter misandrist. What what is that? Basically, like the opposite of misogyny. Like it's uh, you know, um, like attacking not not attacking. It's just like you know, making fun of men. I think that's funny. <laughs> I love making fun of them. You know, it's it's their turn. It's you their know, turn. Somebody, they do stupid. Like, if this is an incel, like, I, you know, it might be categorized as misandry to make fun of them. But, like. I don't care. You know, I, that's, this is the first time I've heard that word, and I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Um, that's an incel. But that's, that is, that seems like it, this this might be an incel. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I just love how you think I this do. movie's unbelievable because <laughs> Michael Sarah had sex with you know. That's the part where he's like, this is unbelievable. This is this is unrealistic. What they said about like, you know, the, the skinny dorky boy doesn't get to hold hands with good. Have you been have you have you been to high school? Like um, all the band kids were like sk- like there were a lot of skinny dorky boys from band mm. that always had girlfriends, seen- you know, or always had a partner of some sort. Like they they just. It, yeah, it's not. It's there's not something like a, wrong with you. Thing. If you if you're a skinny dorky guy who never hold hands with girl, I'm just gonna say it. There's something wrong with you. It's not how you look. It might be a per. It might be a personality. It's a personality. Thing. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, it's a personality thing. It's the personality. Because some thing. of those, some of those skinny dorky, however they describe them, guys from our high school, were um, their personalities weren't great, but <laughs> like the you know. 
obviously might have been a little better than this, than this, this guy, audience yeah. member. Yeah. They tell you something. Yeah. That's the whole thing. If you, mm-hmm. it's not how you look, it's how you act. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> I'm just going to say yeah, it. Yeah. Like they, I don't know. I could be wrong, but it seems like they might be projecting a little I bit. I think they are a little so. bit too. They wrote a little bit more. Juno's reaction to being pregnant by a dork. <laughs> Still going, going hard on Polly Bleaker. This is either an alpha male or an incel. And the, the step between those two is not very far. Juno's reaction to being pregnant by a dork at 16 is ludicrous. She takes the news calmly as though it's nothing. First, she casually decides to have an abortion, then casually changes her mind to have the baby adopted with less emotion than most people ex- expend on deciding what to wear or eat today. I don't, I disagree. I, I also like, it's a comedy dude. Do you want her to burst into tears on the floor? Like, what do you want her to do? Like, she's obviously shocked. She's, you know, she's taking, she's doing her thing, what the character would do. Her character obviously took three pregnancy tests because she didn't believe that she was pregnant. Fucking chugged Sunny mm-hmm. Sunny D just to be able to pee mm-hmm. more. Was that the end of the review? That was the end of the review. That's the two things they wanted to talk about that was uh, overrated, unfunny, and unrealistic. Um, the fact that she, that someone who looks like Michael Sarah had sex with a girl, and that Juno's reaction wasn't up to his par. You know, I, I am leaning a little bit away from alpha and a, not alpha incel, and a little bit more towards alpha. Of all the things to point out as inaccurate in this movie, mm-hmm. you you pick. Just the coupling? Like, have you never seen the, like, you know, Juno's not, Juno is a little weird, you know, in the yeah, grand of scheme of a high school. Like, I, you know, yeah. I probably, I would have been friends with Juno. Yeah, we would have definitely been friends with Juno. Do you, like, do you know what high school couples look like? They look like the typical, like, weird, dorky people couple. 90% of them are all ugly. They're yeah. all ugly. Yeah. They're all just, they're teenagers. They're ugly. Fuck, they're fucking teenagers. <laughs> they, they only have so many options. Like, it, if anything, yeah. like the movie already subverts the whatever narrative this person has in their head about how dating works. Yeah. And is like, um, oh, just the fact that like, she's her best friend is a cheerleader. Like, that, yeah. like you know, like it, it's people can be, I don't know. People can be friends with people. It's not, it's not like. High school's not clicky. It's not really that clicky. Like, unless you went to a shitty high school. People people are friends with other people. And it's not just cliques. It's 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 random. It's usually, like, the popular people mostly hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else kind of knows each other. Yeah, we, and we, intermi- we intermingle. And- it's an intermingling, yeah. That's how it works. It's not a big deal. It's really not. Yeah, like, sure, people gravitate towards people who, like, are, you know, similar to them. But, like, you still, yeah. like, you still, you can. You still, you know, each other's names. You still, you'll hang out at some point with each other, like. But here's the next one. This is also a one out of ten. And the ti- this is my favorite title of all of them. It just says, I feel empty. <laughs> Which I'm like, I'm sorry, the maybe the I don't think that's the movie's fault. But this <laughs> written in 2020, so this is probably the most recent one mm-hmm. we've read so far. I went into Juno with low expectations. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. I didn't really like the humor in it, nor how it started out. To make this something brief. I guess that's what they were trying to say. They were obviously in a hurry. Yeah. You're being rude. They were in a hurry. (laughs) To make this something brief, let's point out the ugly. The main character's persona gets pretty dull and annoying after a few dozen minutes. The entire idea of the movie advertises for a very contradictive, not the good kind of contradiction theme. Hmm. Okay. But also, nothing feels in place. What about it is contradictory? I, I feel like this this is a person, maybe, who was not the intended audience for this movie. Yeah. I feel like anyone who's, who absolutely did not like this movie, it probably wasn't made for them. <laughs> if they find the main character or the main humor of this movie annoying, then it's like, it's, you're, it probably wasn't for you. Literally a coming-of-age teen story? Yeah, so, so if you're 50 and watching this and not getting it, that's probably that's probably like or you know like <laughs> coming of age movies might not be your cup of tea. I understand mm-hmm. that, but it's like maybe you should recognize that in yourself. Yeah, like don't maybe, watch don't maybe, watch coming of age movies if you don't seem to like them very much. Yeah, because that you know um, all like all the coming of age movies, the main characters are you know they like I you know I love Juno, but like. Mm-hmm. 
if if I were to meet Juno as an adult and Juno as a teenager, I'd be like, dude, shut shut up. Oh no, I like I get it. Like if this was a real person, it's a teenager. They're annoying. Yeah, like any of the teenagers for the most part from any coming of age movie that I've seen, I'm like, I, I you would be fun for a little bit, and then I would probably mm-hmm. get annoyed with you. But like whatever, it's it's a fucking movie. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. It's about them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just you know that we we like this movie we grew up watching this movie mm-hmm. this movie contributed to like you know our own inner personal ideals of like you know how we wanted to be at one point and like mm-hmm. how it shaped our personalities in some way so oh, like, yeah definitely you know if someone's if this if this reviewer is an adult like a full-grown adult watching this for the first time in 2020 you know may- maybe this wasn't for you but like you know if you grew up watching movies like juno and you love movies like Juno, you you mm-hmm. will probably like it. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Like, my parents like this movie. They they got it. I'm sorry you can't get it. <laughs> like, it's not, yeah. It's it's just a heartfelt comedy about a yeah. coming-of-age story. Like, that's, yeah, that's whatever. It. <laughs> yeah, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I'm not going to say that they're, they're wrong for disliking this movie. It's just not their cup of tea. And, uh, you know, just hopefully they stop watching coming of age movies yeah because like i'm tired of reading reviews going this is the worst movie ever i'm like it's really not <laughs> like i'm just gonna tell you right now it's not <laughs> but they continue and they say but also nothing feels in place so many useless scenes so many useless characters and when you finish the movie you will feel like you wasted an entire hour and a half of your life watching a teen get troubled around a single teen issue if a, if a scene wasn't plot driven in this movie it, it was entertaining you know, like maybe this, maybe this isn't your humor. Maybe this just, you know, it just, it, it, it seems like with a lot of these, it just boils down to this movie was not intended for you as an audience member and you are entitled to voice your opinion that you didn't like it, but you know, so are we. Yeah, exactly. Just, okay. So we're going to continue and this one's also one out of 10 and this is probably my last negative one and then I'll finish it off with a positive one. Mm-hmm. And this one's pretty long, so I'm just going to paraphrase. I'm really just going to read the first paragraph that they write. Mm-hmm. This one's called The Zipless Pregnancy, A Modern Morality Myth. And they made this in 20, 2008. And they said, let's face it. Juno gives basically the same message as the Oprah movies, where the heart is, and the slightly better dressed up waitress. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, have you ever seen Where the Heart Is? No, I don't it's know. One, I don't know what they're referring to. It's this movie where, um, you know, the young woman gets pregnant, and um, like she is like, just comes from like a, a low, more a lower income family, mm-hmm. and like kind of it, her her boyfriend who got her pregnant is like really abusive, so she like mm-hmm. runs away from him and like hides and hides herself in a Walmart till it closes and gives birth to her baby <gasps> oh. in a Walmart. This is with Natalie Portman? I think so. Um, yeah. I know for sure. Yes. I've heard um, of this, I've heard of this movie before. Like my mom's like, you need to watch it. Yeah, this is one of those movies where my mom it was like we would watch Where the Heart Is, Beaches, Fried Green Tomatoes, Steel Magnolias. It's it's one of those. It's so I, I that movie, you know, it's way more drama than comedy. Yeah. You know, it has its little every movie has little jokes in it. Yeah, it already sounds like way more intense than yeah, it's, Juno. Hmm, I don't know how to describe it other than just like you know, it's it's it is a it is a heartfelt movie, but it is not yeah. a comedy, and it does not approach this subject in the same way as Juno at mm. all. Like she she's young, but she's not a sixteen year old who is choosing to give the baby up for adoption. She is a now single mother who is young. And has mm-hmm. to like navigate life and figure out how she's going to be able to provide for her daughter. Like it's a very different, it's a very different approach to like a young woman getting pregnant. Sorry, I just wanted to explain what that was. Yeah, no, I'm glad you did because like I didn't know what they were referring to, and just it was a it was a baseless comparison in my opinion. It definitely sounds like it because they're like Juno gives basically the same message as the Oprah movies. I'm like no, because like Juno's heart. <laughs> Again, I'm going to say this, say one more time, Juno is a growing up movie, not a pregnancy, young, teenage. Yeah, pregnancy, the pregnancy is, is just, of it. It's just the inciting incident. And like mm-hmm. I said, it's the underlying plot point. It's the just like, underlying plot. She is just happening to become more pregnant and have a baby by the end of it. But the biggest part of it is her journey through this whole thing. 
maturing and mm-hmm. how yeah exactly yeah, just, fig- that's yeah. it yeah She's just figure out what she wants um all right and they say despite the outward napoleon dynamite trappings and gray anatomy chic music i don't know even know what hold that on means. hold on hold the they fucking say gray, phone gray's anatomy chic music so okay i have watched gray's anatomy <laughs> i think i've seen seasons of gray's anatomy from around the time when this movie came out mm-hmm these are very, very different soundtracks. I don't, I, I, I've never heard anything else with Kim Yaw Dawson music in it or something yeah. like Kim Yaw Dawson music. So, I'm sure there are. Just to paint a picture for anyone who has not listened to the Juno soundtrack with like, even if you're not going to watch the fucking movie, just listen to the soundtrack. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so you have, you have the, you have the Sonic Youth, the Velvet Underground, Kim Yaw Dawson, older songs that are like, you know, like, not all of them are older, but like they're like the kind of thing that like a quirky, quirky teenager would listen to. Um, the Grey's Anatomy soundtrack. The best thing, the best song I can use to describe it is the song "How to Save a Life" by The Fray. <laughs> oh my god, that's not even like, and that that is still even a stretch. <laughs> like I don't know what kind of music this person listens to to describe the Grey's Anatomy soundtrack as chic. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, they pulled that out of their ass. I don't know what they're talking about. And so they're talking about this. This is really a lifetime morality tell. The reason for all these films is to promote the idea of the alternative to abortion and to make it as palatable as possible. They they exist to sell the myth of the zipless pregnancy. No, I agree. I'm agreeing with everything. I just they exist to sell the myth of the zipless pregnancy, one with no consequences. And like I understand, I understand how someone who wasn't paying attention to the movie could get there with this. Cause yeah, did you watch the trailer? Is that yeah, that, this is like, really what it sounds like. They, it, it's just like when someone missed the complete point of the movie. Yeah, it's not the most realistic thing I've seen of a of a six year old getting pregnant. But that's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is growing up. Like that's the whole point. It's not about like oh she's sixteen and now she's gonna be a mom or she's trying. It's not about and di- like that's what it just seems like with all these negative reviews that they didn't either they. They watched it and it was not, it clearly was not a movie that was intended for them as an audience mm-hmm. member or they didn't, they didn't fucking watch it. Like it's it, the only way I can think. So like, it just seems like they're walking into this being like, oh, this is made for a teen girl. So inherently it's going to be bad and cheesy mm-hmm. and awful and I'm going to hate everything about it. You're being willfully ignorant <laughs> about what is being, like what is the message here? And yeah. it's very clear that this message was not something because you didn't pick up on the message this movie was not intended for you exactly um or you're just bad at watching movies that's another thing what do you what do you close your eyes and plug your ears the whole time literally that's how some people are writing these reviews like i feel like they just did that and they're like like, i wasted one yeah exactly i wasted wasted an hour and a half of my life on this i'm like i don't know what to tell you then because like you chose to watch it it's just one that's, and that's why I'm not gonna, this person goes on and on and on. Like, this is a long review, and I'm only just gonna, I only, I'm not reading anymore because it's just gonna be more of that. Uh, did you, you had one more positive one, you said? I have one more positive. Well, okay. I just ran across one positive one that's really funny. They gave it a 10 out of 10, and it just said, the title is, they wrote this in 2020. It says run. Mm hmm. I, I guess they're referring to that, like, the runners in the movie. And all he this person said was, I like the bit where he ate Tic Tacs all the time. Solid, you know? I, fair you enough. You like what you like in a movie. 10 mm-hmm. out of 10. See, this person gets it. <laughs> this, they person, get it. this person understands movies. <laughs> you know, they, they picked up on something, they stuck with it, and they chose to write a review about it. And, you know, sometimes it's the, the other people, it was, like, their observations of how the world works. Um, and this person just thinks it's cool that he eats Tic Tacs all the time. You like the Tic Tac bit. It's Fair a enough. good bit. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough, <laughs> Fair dude. Enough. Fair enough. I mean, um, and that's the thing. I can't tear that apart. He likes it. I liked it too. I thought the Tic Tac bit was great. Yeah. You know how good orange Tic Tacs are? They are. They're pretty good. I prefer the mint ones though. I just, they taste like how, uh, orange Skittles used to taste mm, to me. Okay. So, hmm. Before nice. they, they change something about orange Skittles and they're just not the same. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a real tough time for me when they did that. I, you know, I don't think my opinion of this movie has really changed from anything anyone's saying. I thought it was kind of interesting that the whole, like, 
the Jason Bateman's character in Juno thing never really got brought up that much. No, no one. No, not at all. Because like, you know, like you said, like you, you didn't like that it was in the summary because it's kind of a blip of. It's a, a blip of that movie. That is yeah. hardly what like it's they, about. It's kind of hidden under the fact that they that um, he wants a divorce from his wife and doesn't mm-hmm. isn't prepared to have a child and like they're not compatible anymore kind of thing. And like, yeah. Juno trying to understand if true love is a real thing. Like it, it, it's it, part of the movie, but that is not the summary of the movie. That is not the plot of the movie. Which you can tell it's not by how much it's not it's mentioned. It's not mentioned in the movie or in the reviews. Yeah, like even yeah. when I was scrolling through, I think that's just like a because it's definitely inappropriate. Oh for yeah, sure. it's, it's uncomfortable and yeah. gross, and you're supposed to hate that character, obviously. But it's again. Yeah, something it's, that happens in the movie, but it's not yeah, it's the biggest not, thing that happens in the movie. Yeah, it, really. It's, it, I feel like they could have easily gone without it. Yeah, in a way, like I understand why they did it because, like, I, I don't know. Like, there were other ways to go about it. Exactly, still, still get to the same result. It, yeah, um, exactly. But like, yeah, I, it, I, I don't know why it just it irks me that no one even mentions it, like in anything I've seen so far. Like, um, but yeah, because it, it, it's not a huge thing that happens, so I get why. But like, um, overall, I still like you know I love this movie. It's a it's a nostalgia thing. Um, I I also haven't watched it since high school, so it was nice seeing it through like a like an a, a, a I feel weird calling myself an adult like an adult <laughs> lens, yeah. I guess. Um, you know, someone who's been through high school and is far away from having been in high school um, to look back at this movie and kind of see what parts of it I kind of applied to myself and see what parts of it like I think of differently and see how much more I cried this time but overall I I think this movie is a solid four out of five I would I would probably give it the same review if not a five out of five because I do obviously for nostalgia reasons I do I do love this movie because like I mean it did somewhat shaped me to as a young teenager it doesn't have a whole lot of problems i think the only people that had problems with this movie or thought it was bad it, it, it wasn't, wasn't for the target audience or they or the at the or when it came out they were not um forward thinking enough about mm-hmm. the subject exactly. matter um yeah i to this day I, I still think it's a good movie I, I still think it's fun i still think it's funny um, I shed tears during it. I think it's a good movie. Um, four out of five, to be honest, but I think on a good day, it's five out of five. So I don't know. Four out of five. I'll go, I'll go with four out of five. It's really good. It's really great. I highly suggest watching it. You know, if you like dramedies, if you like teen coming of age movies, you'll probably like this. Yes, definitely. Um, so, uh, after hearing all of what we've had to say and what some of the audience members and the critics have had to say, um, you know, watch this movie for yourself. Obviously, if you love um, Elliot Page or you love Michael Sarah, it's a good one. Or like, honestly, just if you love J.K. Simmons and anything. Um, you know, also, if you love coming-of-age movies, it's a great coming-of-age movie. It's a it's a classic. Um, and, you know, form your own opinions on it. Enjoy the movie. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Easy Big Takes. I'm Kat. Now I'm Riley. Easy watching out there.